Hello and welcome back to the NNBTBR podcast. I am your host, Nicole, and I am looking forward to chatting to you about today's topic. So welcome back to the podcast. And today I have a very special guest and she is Rachel D. Russell. Welcome, Rachel. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. And um, I have really enjoyed your your debut novel that you have that's just come out. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your road to being a published author? Sure. I was one of those um, kids who loved to write and, mm-hmm. you know, did poetry, wrote a lot of probably bad poetry, um, wrote some better poetry that actually got published in the local anthologies. And then I was super practical. I went to college for in biology, actually. And um, writing got put on the back burner. And then about 2014 or 15, I was actually doing a wellness survey. And one of the questions was, uh, if you could be doing anything, what would it be? And my immediate like gut response was writing. I always wanted to be a writer. And so um, the next question was, what are you doing to move towards that goal? I was like, nothing. You know, I, I had written a little bit of things over the years, but I was raising kids. I had my job. So um, once I kind of like realized that, like, this is really what God is calling me to do. I, I have this in my heart for a reason. Uh, I said about um, writing, I started writing again. And the first stuff was really bad (laughs) but um you know god had a plan so i got connected with oregon christian writers and um started going to their workshops um their one-day conferences and um met up with a local critique and crafting group so um we'd each bring you know once a once a month we'd meet and um read and everybody would have a hard copy of what you know and they'd make notes as we were reading and so they really started helping um, shape, you know, and guide me. And then lots of, you know, classes. I um, was a big Susan May Warren fan and stumbled upon Novel Academy. And that really um, made a tremendous difference in growth of my writing. I started really delving into the layers of developing my plot and my characters and weaving all the threads together. And, um, when they announced, when Sunrise announced their first call for um, applications, I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) you know, this is what an opportunity to not only get to write in this world that I loved, uh, but to get to work and be mentored directly by, you know, for me, my favorite author. So, yeah, and actually, I didn't think I, I got it. I was expecting a phone call, like like the people selected would get a phone call. Mm. So when when I got an email, I didn't oh, open no. it. <laughs> I didn't open it at first. I was like, oh gosh, I didn't get it. So mm. I, I kind of wandered around and, and in the house, and then I was like, okay, it's time to put my big girl pants on. Got to get it. Yeah. Got to get it over with. And I started reading it and I was like, wow, this is the nicest rejection letter I've ever gotten. (laughs) It was so kind and like just talking about, you know, good points about my writing. And I was like, wow, man. And I'm like still like brokenhearted, but I'm like, 
God, I know you have a plan for me. It's okay. I, I told you I trusted you. And then I get to the part about, you know, we're excited to work with you. And I was like, what? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> like rereading it. And, and I was like, okay, whoa, wow. You know, and that's when it like really started hitting me. And then, and then on, um, my son was in the room and he's watching me go through this weird transformation of like completely like brokenhearted to like what oh, wow my that's amazing oh my goodness so um yeah and it was really sweet because he came over and gave me a hug and he said I knew you could do it oh yeah about, what a roller coaster for yeah that I totally put myself through <laughs> yeah oh Wow. So now that you have written and published your very first, how has that like really changed your writing process? How, how has that affected it? Well, I still have my day job. So for me, it was really um, an eye opening. I knew it was going to be hard. I mean, there's, mm -hmm. there was no way around that, but I knew, you know, this was what I needed to do. But I really had to learn how to decide what things I was going to keep on on as a priority and which things I weren't. Because all the things that I had as priorities there, which just wasn't bandwidth for it the, at, over this last year. And um, so really, you know, as far as writing, um, I really had to structurally delve more into my, my chapter structure. And I, I think that for me, um, my writing process of really, um, I'll still throw some ideas down on the page when I'm fast drafting, but really digging into each scene's goal. Whereas before I was really, um, I was not as focused as, you know, I could have been, <laughs> should have been. <laughs> and so um, I think as far as my actual writing process, I now start usually with kind of a framework of the scene, where it's starting, where it's gonna go, so a few things that are gonna happen in it, and then I'll actually write the scene. And um, then of course the rewriting, you know, you have to clean those things up still, but it's been a big part of it. Wow, that's, yeah, and I mean, and what came out of it has just been, I have really enjoyed. So what made you in particular want to write a Deep Haven story? I love the original series and the Christensen series. Like I said, mm -hmm. I'm a huge Susan B. Warren fan. Um, I actually kind of stalked her at the first conference I went to that she was at. <laughs> I've told her that she knows, but I wanted to like meet her in person. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, but um, it so, inspires a fan base, something yeah. about it, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So the thought of, you know, and like any good series or any good author's books, you know, you want, you consume them. And when you come to the end of the road, you're like, I don't want to leave these people behind. I, I care about them because they really do become, you know, you know, they're fictional and yet they become, you learn things with them about yourselves as they learn about themselves. And so um, the thought of being able to write in that world was super exciting to me. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I can, I can imagine as a fellow Deep Haven total fan, you know, it's like, 
it was so great to revisit that that fictional place again so what was the most challenging part of writing still the one for you it was all challenging (laughs) (laughs) this is your first (laughs) but you know that that what we just spoke about was really Mm -hmm. it was super challenging because it is an existing world and Mm -hmm. there are super fans that know all the details and making sure all those details were kept in alignment with the original series but also you know we had to age people forward Mm-hmm. So, you know, aging them forward, keeping track of who has kids, who's married, you know, who had somebody that was sick in the family, mm-hmm. uh, all that. And then while we're keeping track of those original stories, mind you, we're simultaneously writing new stories. So um, Michelle Alexson is right, was writing book number three while I was writing book number one. And she say, you know, she has my characters in her book and she's like, hey, what, what are you doing with that? you know, what happens in that? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't read that. I haven't written that scene yet. (laughs) So we'd have to like on the fly figure out, okay, well, you know, knowing we might have to make some adjustments, but you know, really we're building on, you know, and building on these books that are being written. So we're like standing on these, these, you know, escalators trying to keep, keep up. So it was, it was very challenging, but you know, it also was a lot, it's been a lot of fun. I bet, yeah. Being able to expand on that world is just, I think, you know, the fans are just gonna love it and it's just gonna be so many more great stories um, coming out of there. So now I have a question. How do you as a writer pick names? Cause I have like no idea. Did you have a baby book? <laughs> I did keep my baby book. I did keep that. But you know, my, my first place I, I almost always start is I know the age of my characters and I go to the social security administration's website. They have lists of the most common, like hundred names for whatever decade my characters were born. So I look at, okay, you know, I start looking at these names that Um, were common because we often associate when we hear names we associate that with a bit of an age you know Mm -hmm. Um, I think of the the kids that were in kindergarten when my children were young are totally different names than when I was in kindergarten so just human you know our cultural awareness our societal awareness kind of associates names to generations Mm -hmm. so I start there and I start usually um there's a few names that'll strike a chord with me. And then, um, you know, for Cole and Megan, their names really locked in early for me. They just felt right to me. I I don't know why, (laughs) Um, but they felt right to me. And then, you know, with this, we also had to layer on again, making sure these names weren't already used in all the books that have come before. And even trying, you know, Susie's because she, tends to draw in from even her other series we had to try to make sure we were you know very unique in the names we picked and it worked out that they were and that was fabulous because uh, I didn't want to give up their names and then um, for their last names similarly I will look at where they are from and their nationality Mm -hmm. and um, a lot of information online regarding um common surnames of different regions and areas and then I always have to make sure that the heroine's first name goes well with my hero's last name 
they have to match, right? <laughs> they have to go well together so that, you know, because if they should end up together, if they should, <laughs> I have to make sure her name still sounds good. Oh, yes. I know. Yeah, those are just like, I love their names. It just feel like, felt like those, those classic names that go, I think they sound very good. Yes, I'm a fan of their names. So what was your favorite part of this story? <sighs> um, like in the writing process or actually in the story? In the story, if you can talk about that or the writing process depends on if it's spoilerish. <laughs> well, I, there's one thing that was, um, I, I can't talk about it specifically because it would be a spoiler, but when people read the book, they'll understand. Um, I was really struggling with the resolution that Cole would find with a situation he has with somebody very, you know, big in his life. And I woke up one morning and I knew the answer. Oh. And I actually was crying as I wrote that that particular scene because it was really, um, it is an emotional scene, but um, it was just, it was literally it was like a gift from God that this is this was the story. Wow, I, I do really really feel like you were able to touch on some very like real human emotion, and you kept that real feeling but you also did it in such a way that I feel like so many of the different themes and messages I feel so many people can relate to and that easy relatability and I think something that everybody does need to hear that was really what really made part of the book for me yeah thank you so <laughs> it was great um there were some other fun scenes that I really thoroughly enjoyed, just the interactions between Cole and Megan, you know. Yeah. They have some, I know, I'm, some fun yeah. moments. Yes. Yeah, part of me is like, oh yeah, I like all the deep things, but I just loved all the fun moments. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, like, it was a great, it was a great balance. But what do you hope readers really take away from this book? You know, the biggest takeaway I would hope is that it points them back to the word of God, that they don't, you know, yes, there, there are some, um, you know, my interpretations of some scripture in there, but I would hope they would read it for themselves ultimately. Um, but I do think, um, you know, there's a really big theme about forgiveness in the book. And I think as humans, that's a really, really big thing that we struggle with. Um, and uh, I would hope that it maybe helps them, you know, that may, it maybe they'll reflect a little on their own experiences with forgiveness. Um, and I know it, it did for me, <laughs> like I said, when, it, when that yeah. particular moment when I woke up, it was, it was a really, um, you know, it, it, it's hard when people we love hurt us. Mm-hmm. And, and how do we move forward from that? Because we have to move forward and we're called to move forward and forgive. Yeah. But that doesn't make it easy. No. And I feel like it's something that, you know, that is a common, it is kind of funny because it's like, there was a, I grabbed like three different authors books, like ran, randomly, back to back. 
and they all dealt with for forgiveness. And it was like, I feel like the Lord can use that in such a way and bring it into our life. Cause I feel like we need reminding. We right. need that come up because I think it'll, it sometimes reveals something that we've been holding on to that we need to let go. And if we can see it in a story, I think sometimes it helps us see that. Right. Exactly. So what are you like, what is next for you now? I'm currently working on my second Deep Haven novel. So I just got that back last Thursday and I'm delving Yay. into my, my edits on that, which, um, and that one, again, I don't know how I, I'm, I just feel so grateful because it is Boone Buckham's story. And um, Boone, for people that aren't familiar with it, is a hero in one of Susan B. Warren's other series, um, the PJ Sugar series. Mm -hmm. And um, when I read that series, I was just heartbroken <laughs> for Boone. <laughs> I mean, he's just okay. such a great character. And um, there's just okay. a lot of bad things that happen though to him. Okay. And so <laughs> Full confession, I started reading the first one, but when I realized the emotional <laughs> tug, I'm like, I have to wait. But now that I know that his story is going to be told, I feel like I can go back and finish it because you're, it's like, I liked him too. And it was like, you're not the first person to tell me that <laughs> it was, it's true. He, he's a, he's a great character. And so um, when I first that that conference, when I first met Susie in person, um, I was in her class. So we had a little one-on-one -on -one time and uh, I asked her, I'm like, are you ever going to write Boone's story? And at the time, she's like, you know, he was a great character, but, you know, I've got so many other things because she plans yeah. out like she knows what she's writing for the next three or four years. It's like all yeah. structured. So um, so I filed that away in my my broken heart for Boone. <laughs> and then um, when this well, came up, um, I just kept thinking about Boone and I'm like, oh. so. Um, after I was selected, you know, they said I was a call was arranged with her and um, we had, we're going to talk also about ideas, you know, mm -hmm. if I had any ideas for the second book. So I was like, um, so <laughs> I had this crazy idea and it's okay if you're not at all interested and I'm not going to be offended if you don't want me to do this. But I had this wild, crazy idea like, is there any way we could maybe possibly pretty please bring Boone to Deep Haven and give him a envy? <laughs> and she was like, and then I was just, you know, kind of yeah, covering like, my brace, eyes. Like, I can't believe I just asked her that because <laughs> these are like her people. And she right. was just so gracious. She's like, that is a great idea. I'd love that. And so then I was just on cloud nine. Yay, Boone's going to get his happy ending. And then I like trying to write it. And there's all this pressure now. Like I have to get the story right for this poor man. <laughs> and so um, and so I spent a lot of time rereading PJ Sugar series and really mm -hmm. like, delving into every detail of him. And um bringing, you know, trying to make that him the same person in yeah. the series that he was, you know, certainly he's, um, we're about 10 years after the last PJ Sugar book. Mm -hmm. So 
um, you know, some things have happened in his life, but um, it's a fun, fun book. And um, he, he gets, he, he has some fun, fun moments. You know, the PJ Sugar series had a lot of hilarious moments too. Yeah. And I felt it was important to kind of keep some of that dynamic for him because that's just, he seems to bring that, that out <laughs> or draw that towards himself. Mm-hmm. So, um, so right now I'm working on, on the, the rewrites of, of that novel and, um, that will be released in summer and then and it, it's out of the whole series that we're doing the deep haven collection it is book four of our okay. of this new series and then um once i'm done though with sunrise i actually have already um i see my man my manuscript was gone from me for like i had five days off from like deadline writing so yeah. during that time my brain started like thinking of my next novel and um readers of still the one will know the character david he is a friend of cole's that um provides some some insight and guidance and direction but uh david when i wrote him for still the one i knew he had a story and um it started spinning in my mind over the last week so i was making frantic notes because i don't have time to focus on it right now yeah but but he's got uh, he's got a story, so I will be working on his his novel after I'm done with. Um, then came you, which is Boone's story. Oh wow, that is that is really exciting. I love that was one thing that I loved about the Deep Haven is like the connected worlds and mm-hmm. and people who have stories and you get to know. I mean, I feel like a huge part of that was like waiting for Connor's story in Susan May Warren's thing and then like having him pop in and it was like that made it just so special so having all these characters come back or seeing that world I I personally love it yes yes I do too it's fun they're like old friends Mm -hmm. I mean and 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 the characters that you brought in it's like oh my I could totally see them saying that you know and and their stories that you've already that have already been told their insights that they brought into it it's like they had relevant advice and insight to give and it was very true to character that was that was a lot of fun i casper was i became mm-hmm. like a f- total favorite for mine of mine because that guy is just he's funny i mean mm-hmm. he's just a, but y- you know he's also so down to earth and and approachable that uh, he's easy for people to connect with I think yeah he has to be one of my favorite like out of those brothers he's got to be one of my favorite. he was just so so awesome yeah, so, yeah. I love seeing him. <laughs> oh so what I know you're busy writing and editing and stuff what do you enjoy reading when you get downtime or what are you looking forward to reading you know my my current read is uh some bright some someday by melissa tag Mm, okay i've been reading that and then i have this you know stack uh you know it's there's a lot of um 
you know, it's, it's a lot of contemporary romances still, you know, what I, I read what I write. I do enjoy the ones that have, um, you know, a good suspense thread too. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed Susie's global rescue series. She recently yeah. released, um, but you know, I've, I've got my, my Terry Ferris stack and my, um, Courtney Walsh stack. So I'm, I'm digging in as I can, but it's been hard because I haven't been able to read as much this last year as I normally would. When I was reading, it was all the, um, the Deep Haven novels, rereading and rereading and rereading to make sure I, I had each of those, you know, characters all right and all the details right. So yeah, was that different, like dissecting them as for like a research purpose after the fact, you know, it's like, a little bit, yeah, because, yeah. you know, the first time you read them, you read them just for the story because you love mm-hmm. them, and I actually have multiple copies. I have almost, well, I have all of the Deep Haven collection, both the original, or excuse me, the series, the Christensen series and the Deep Haven series. I have both in hard copy and digital copy, and mm-hmm. the digital copy is really nice because then I can search for people and, like, look oh. up details and stuff. So um, those have been really handy. And then I, <laughs> this is, on the Christensen series, I actually have two hard copies because one is the one I can make notes in and then I have my clean uh, copy. Cause you know, when you're reading in the future you don't want to be looking at your notes cause you want to be able to read it for stories. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't want that get to get in the way. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Oh. Well, that, that has been a really I'm really excited for people to get to know these characters and and love them and come back to Deep Haven. And now I need to go finish the PJ Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, a great series. It it is well, I I know it is, but I was just like, yeah, I have a problem getting too attached to some characters. Hey, well, clearly I was very attached to uh, to Boone, <laughs> right? I wanted him to get his happy ending. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you for so much for joining me on this. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, my pleasure. Now, where could readers um, connect with you on social media or where can they get in touch with you? Um, My website is racheldrussell.com. So um, have that there. And then this is terrible. I actually have to look at what my Instagram is. I'm so terrible with social media. <laughs> I feel like it's just Rachel D. Russell, isn't it? Uh, Rachel D. Russell writes is my Instagram. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then my Facebook page is Rachel D. Russell Fiction. Okay. All right. Well, that is wonderful. And I can't wait to come back and... Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm a very happy. <laughs> I'm a very happy fan. Yes, okay. and there's there's another. You know, the books are going to come out um, just a couple months apart. So um, after like, after yeah. mine, um, mine was released January 12th, and then um, after that is Can't Buy Me Love by mm-hmm. Andrea Christensen, which I have read, and it is great everybody's gonna love that one and then uh, a couple months after that will be crazy for you by michelle allickson and it is also a really really fun treat 
So it's exciting. Yes. I mean, I was like just fangirl squealing when I found out that we were going to get all these. And I was like listening to your guys' live. And it's like, oh, this is going to be so good. (laughs) (laughs) So, well, thank you again. And we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.